It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. We're going to talk love and relationships, but I want to give you my two cents on, on what's going on. I've learned early on in life, you know, when things are bad, we can say it's bad. And let's not pretend things are good because it's important to tell the truth as it is. When it's a good moment, it's a good moment. And when it's a bad moment, it's a bad moment. Same thing with relationship. The denial of pretending it's great when it's not doesn't help you, doesn't help the relationship, doesn't help the world. And I think right now we're going through this very tormented storm of bad. Uh, and, and then we have to survive and stay healthy and keep our joy of life. That's the fight. And our job is to make it a tiny bit better. Starting tonight on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. If you want to share a romantic story, I think the rendezvous show is the perfect way to do it. Just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Mélanie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, welcome to the rendezvous. So, your husband and you have a unique strategy to stay romantic. Tell me about that. Oh, it's the best. My husband and I have been together for four years, and our marriage is so strong. The clue, the key, is we have one day a week with Friends Day, and we spend that day away from each other and with our friends. And it's the key for life. It's the key for love. It's the key for everything. Why? Because you have that day apart where we don't talk, we don't text, we don't email, we don't do anything. And when we come back together, it's romantic and it's <laughs> fabulous. I see. This is pretty cool because, you know, there's guys' night, you know, girls' night and all that. But you, it's like 24 hours, right? So is it day and night or just day or, or just the evening when you say the day? Well, well, it's usually, it, it, sometimes it's a whole day, you know. I mean, we might talk in the morning and we might talk at night, you know, when we, when it's time. Obviously, we live together, so we'll come home and talk at night. But <laughs> usually it might be late when we get home, but it's still usually romantic, if you know what I mean. Ooh, la, 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 I know what you mean. Melanie, thank you so much for sharing that unique strategy. And uh, keep on trucking, keep on going. Thank you. You are welcome, Melanie. Have a good night. Good night, Simon. Changing gears, I am going to go to Mika who sent me that email because she has a question about her husband that definitely needs an answer ASAP. So that's next. So Mika sent me an email at therendezvousshow.com saying, Bonjour, Simon. Please tell me how I can get my husband to clean up his hair from the sink after he shaves. <laughs> I've asked him a million times, but he never does and it's driving me insane. Please help. <laughs> man, oh man, I'm going to help you with this, Mika. Stay with me. My solution is next. What would you tell your husband if after a million times he still doesn't clean up his hair from the sink after he shaves? What would you say? What would you do? Here's my advice, Mika. Let him do it. And don't clean afterwards at all until it's become such a mess that he's going to wonder what's going on. If somebody doesn't understand, you know, I think the best way is to let it happen. And if the sink, you know, stopped working, it's his fault. Because instead of having a huge fight, tell him one last time and tell him, I'm not going to clean up after you. Last time. And then you stop and you don't use that sink yourself. You use another one. Okay. But you got to let him see for himself 
how wrong it is, and I agree with this, not to clean up your hair from the sink after you shave. I don't know why he doesn't do it, but that's childish and has to change. So let's see what happens after a month of him shaving and you not cleaning after him. That's my solution. Good luck with that. You call the next. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jerica. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So what's going on with your husband? How can I help you? Okay, um, this is really hard. I, I found out that he's cheating on me. Oh, no. Yeah, um, I found out yesterday. Um, it, it happens to be one of our neighbors down the block. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and I don't know what to do. I, like, I, I love him so much, but I, I, I think I want to leave him. I, I don't know what to do. Tell me, how do you feel? I, I feel so betrayed. I feel very torn inside. It's just, it, it's, it's really hard. I mean, I do love him so much, but it, it's so wrong. Like, it just hurts. Like, you know, it's one thing to be cheated on, but then with someone like that, one of our neighbors? Yes, I, I am very, very sorry. Um, did you suspect anything? How did you find out? He would help her out a lot, you know, um, she's a single woman, um, and, you know, he'll go help her take out the trash, you know, or right. just the things, you know, helping her around the house, and then it just felt like he was there more than here, you know? So, uh, yesterday he left his phone unlocked, and I, I had to look, I, I had to, like, satisfy my curiosity, and I find out that he's been having an affair with her for the past three months. Okay. Uh, do you guys have kids together? Yes, we have three kids together. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yes. I think step number one, you can start a journal and then write to yourself how you feel every day. kind of helps you detox and, and vent, but not okay. tell anybody else, right. especially in the neighborhood. Two, obviously, you have to tell your husband. Your husband knows you know? No, I haven't said anything to him yet. Oh, he I doesn't know. Anything. Okay. I've been holding this in. Right. Um, so I think you can tell him that you know, okay. uh, but calmly. And, and then finally, um, share your children from this, right? Don't talk about it with your kids okay. or anybody. Okay. It is between you and him and maybe and a therapist, but that's my advice. Okay, thank you. I, I appreciate your advice. Right, uh, it's, it's so embarrassing. I, I couldn't even... Don't be you. embarrassed. You've done nothing wrong, okay? Thank you. If you want to reach out to me always on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, you can DM me and I'll answer 24-7. I, I appreciate that, that. Thank you. All right. Good luck to you. Be strong. Don't forget the therapist and, and keep the faith. Thank you so much. All right, Jerica. Have a good night. Coming up, I want to go listen to Melissa's voicemail because she has a question for me and I want to answer. So her voicemail is next. If you have a question for me, and I mean 24-7. Just call and leave a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I will get to it. Just be patient because there are a lot of voicemails every night. But I promise you one by one, I told my producer Jill, we'll get through all of them. Just like for Melissa tonight. Take a listen. Hi, Simon. My name's Melissa. I need your help. I've been with this gentleman for 11 years now and we have a child together. But it seems as though our relationship is going completely south. I'm not sure what to do to bring back the excitement. Can you please help me? 
Melissa, thanks for the voicemail. How do you bring back the romance, the passion after 11 years of being married and things are difficult? I'm going to give you my advice on that. Next. What would you tell your best friend if she told you that after 11 years of being married with her husband and having a kid together, their marriage, the romance, is going completely south and your girlfriend wants to know what she could do to change things up? The first thing we can do is to admit there's a problem, right? So I like the fact that Melissa left me this voicemail. But you also need to talk about it with your husband. It's not just on you. When you, we are married, when we are in a relationship, when we're in a partnership, it's not one side that had to fix the other side of the marriage. It's both of us. And so my recommendation is for both of you to talk about there is a problem. Second, you just both buy a journal and write down everything you would like to see change from each other. Everything. And after that, you read out loud, you do the compromise, and you hear each other, listen to each other, and step by step, you rebuild something new and exciting. But first, admit there's a problem. Then write it down in a journal, talk about it, and start a new page of your love life. That's my advice. You call the next. If you want to share a romantic moment of your life, something wonderful that happened to you, maybe inspires others, call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rayan. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand that your husband did something really sweet and romantic for you. I can't wait to hear what has he done. He did. It, it actually was funny because it, it came out of a quarrel that we had where I just um, was upset that I felt that he just didn't, he was taking me for granted. And okay. for the next um, couple of days, he started putting little notes around that I would just discover, little stickies. And some of them were so simple, just like a little heart or, you know, it was great dinner or whatever. But it, I'd find them in these wonderful little places like, you know, open the cabinet for the dishes and there'd be a little note there or, you know, on my computer, a little note there. And it was just, it was really, really lovely. Oh, it's super just sweet. Yeah, how did that make you feel? It made me feel... Like he noticed me, like I felt, I really felt loved, you know, and it, and it was so simple, but it just was, I, I think, just noticing those small things was really meaningful to me. Well, listen, I mean, you know, it's, love is not about just the size of things, right? It's like you said, small gestures can mean, you know, a million buck of a, of, of a gift. So I, I'm very glad you, you told me that story because I think all of us, once in a relationship or partnership or marriage, you know, we may take the other for granted. Mm -hmm. uh, that can always happen. A little reminder. But what he did was so sweet, putting all those notes like this. I loved it. It's simple, but it's beautiful. It was really just what I needed. One, yes, wonderful. I can tell. I can tell it makes you happy. Thank you so much for sharing that story. It's inspiring, actually. And uh, I wish both of you a wonderful night. Thank you, Simon. Have a good night. Coming up, I'm going to go help Kayleen, who sent me an email because she was at a family barbecue and maybe saw something she should have never seen, and she wants to know what to do now. Her story is next. So I received an email at therendezvousshow.com from Kaylin who says this. Bonjour, Simon. My boyfriend's family had a barbecue yesterday, and I walked in on his brother making out with a woman that was not his wife. I turned around and left the room without saying anything, but I'm pretty sure they saw me. I haven't told my boyfriend yet. I don't even know if I should. What do you think I should do, Simon? That's a great question, Kellen. What should you do if you happen to walk out on somebody married kissing somebody else? I'll tell you what I think next.
So put yourself in the shoes of Kayleen, who sent me that email at therendezvousshow.com. She was at a family barbecue yesterday, and she walked on the brother of her boyfriend, making out with a woman that was not his wife. She left, of course, but she thinks that they saw her. So Kayleen hasn't told her boyfriend yet. She doesn't know what to do. What's my advice? It's a simple thing. It's none of your business what happened. So Kayleen, I'm glad you emailed me. Don't interfere. Don't tell your boyfriend. You haven't seen anything. Not your problem. It's not your boyfriend. It's his brother. And I'm always on the side of minding my own business. This is not your problem, okay? If nobody's in danger, stay away from other people's private life. That's my advice for my parents, actually. You call the next, 855-905-8255. You have a question for me? Dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Austin. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on? How can I help you and your girlfriend? Okay, so lately, because uh, my girlfriend has been working at home because it's going on, and the thing is that she's working so much that I've kind of seen that she, she doesn't have time for, like, ooh-la-la anymore for me. Uh, or not for us, oh. I want to say. And I'm kind of, I don't know if she wants to have it, if she's just stressed from work. And I want to make a nice kind of gesture without seeming needy or anything for that kind of stuff, because I love her. I see. Does she complain also about the lack of romance in the two of you, or are you the only one who seems to be? No, she's, she's always like, I feel bad that I'm not there for you, but I love you. And I want to be romantic. I want to find a way to do it without seeming like, listen, I need this. <laughs> I'm, I'm a but, man, but... It, no, it just... I understand, but how old are you? I'm 32. And how old is she? She's 21. I mean, you guys are young, right? So, I mean, work or no work, I get it, but if there is the both you desire, there's something missing in this explanation, because if you were in your 50s, I get it, even in your 40s, but she's 21, full of life yeah. and energy, and you're still young. So something in me rings, something is missing. We don't live together. Oh, you don't live together. We don't live together. That's one thing. She lives at home for, because she's with her family, and she, it just works out like that. I see. Well, listen, if things can't change because of the situation, the distance, the living condition, do you want to stay with her, or your frustration from having no ulala or not enough ulala is too big, and it's starting to depress you? At the moment, it's not. I love her so much, and, and I know she loves me. It's not that. It's not that I, I'm looking for anyone else. I just want to, maybe, I'm not doing something right. I think you focus too much on the ooh not enough in the romance. I think you should send more right. flowers. You should send love note. I think uh -huh. this is too much one-side ooh physical and forgetting the essential of romance, the romance itself. Uh -huh. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Don't forget that the romance is what, especially for women, opens up their heart and their soul to love and this, this moment of making love. So, so my advice to you, Austin, is this. Think more romantically. Think more with your heart. Think, how can I make her happy? And trust me, from that, the energy of romance will come back to you and her and back and forth. But you've got to think romantic again. You're just thinking too much physical. I agree. All right, then. So you know what to do. Be romantic. Send some <laughs> flowers tomorrow morning. Okay, we. Oui. We. Oui. All right. Thank you, Austin, for your call, and have a good night. All right. Thank you so much.
Have you ever sacrificed your own happiness by staying in a relationship because you did not want to be alone? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever sacrificed your own happiness by staying in a relationship because you just didn't want to be alone? That's the question I actually posted on my social media. That's the question I discussed on a show too. I think a lot of us has done that, but here are the results from your votes actually. 71% of you voted, yes, I have sacrificed my own happiness by staying in a relationship because I didn't want to be alone. 29% so no, I have never sacrificed my own happiness by staying in a relationship because I didn't want to be alone. Um, I've stayed in a relationship too long, not because I didn't want to be alone, but by fear of, of addressing it was over. That's, that's what I would say. Thank you so much for voting, by the way. I appreciate that. Thank you for spending the evening with me. Thank you for calling and, and all the voicemail, the emails. Thank you so, so much and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.